Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. They're stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. It is Solved by Walking by Bob Ramsey. My wife Jean and I once trekked 1,000 miles on the Appalachian Trail. It took us three months with our 45-pound packs strapped to our backs as we slogged our way up and down the peaks of North America's oldest mountains, from Georgia to West Virginia and beyond. It was the summer of 1992. We'd started going out the previous year, and one night after dinner, she announced that the next summer she was taking three months off work and hiking the Appalachian Trail. She was doing it because she was turning 50, And if you want to join me, great, but I'm doing this for me. At least I had the sense not to ask, what's the Appalachian Trail? But I knew at some level, if I didn't join her, then this was not an invitation. It was a gauntlet. The first week was utter hell, but by the twelfth week, we jogged up the mountains in full gear without even breathing hard. We were married the next year. All to say we ascribe magical properties to walking were not the first. 1,600 years ago, St. Augustine said, Solvatura ambulando. In other words, it is solved by walking. He meant the best way to solve a philosophical problem is via a practical experiment. But as an avid walker, I've learned the enormous power of putting one foot in front of the other. Now that billions of us are allowed to do that again, Let me lobby for giving walking one more respect once the rush of walking in a park, let alone down a street, has worn off. We live at Pape and Danforth, 4.1 kilometers from Jean's Clinic at Bay and Bluer, and 5.8 kilometers from my office at Mars at College and University. A few years ago, I started walking there and back. The first time, it was a slog. But soon I was doing it three times a week, a little over an hour each way. Meanwhile, the subway takes half an hour, biking 25 minutes, and driving, well, don't even ask. On that point, I still find I can walk from my office to meetings in the Bay Street Towers in almost as long as it takes a cab to get there. I get to listen to great podcasts and books, and my fitness comes along for a free ride all without going to a class or a gym or changing clothes or even needing a shower. What could be more efficient? Besides, by syncing your walks with your calendar, it's pretty easy to do 10,000 steps a day, every day. But if you're obsessive like me, that can become 15,000 steps a day. If you have a Fitbit addiction like David Sedaris, you can ramp up to 60,000 steps a day. No problem. But these are all side effects. The chief virtue of walking is observing. Odd people, fat squirrels, wounded birds, whiny kids, storefront windows. 
But walking after the pandemic will be different from walking before and during it. Parts of our cities will be devastated. Our hotels, concert halls, and transport hubs will be on respirators for some time. Hopefully, our parks and bike lanes will multiply. Our air will be clearer. For the next year, it will be us walkers who have a street-level view of how one of the world's most livable cities can find its way. But as Jane Jacobs said, no one can find what will work for our cities by looking at the boulevards of Paris, as the city beautiful people did, and they can't find it by looking at suburban garden cities, manipulating scale models, or inventing dream cities. You've got to get out and walk. Meanwhile, I think we should slap the phrase Solvatura Ambulando on every t-shirt, Fitbit, Instagram post, and online therapy session just as soon as walking is up and running again. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y. I-N-C dot com.